Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers, all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. Morning, Craig. How are you this morning, man? Man, I'm doing fantastic. Doing fantastic? You look good. Did you shave? Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> nope, I did not. Didn't shave for a couple of days, so. Yeah, I, it feels good, doesn't it? I do the same thing. My razor blade goes, I ain't cutting it. Fa- face for radio, <laughs> baby. Face for radio. You stole my line. So, so I did. I did a face for it. So this is episode 56. We are in season two, episode 56. So you are Air Force veteran, Mr. Craig Lyson. How do people get a hold of you, and how do they contact you, and what do you do? Uh, well, first of all, I'm not in a dinghy, so that's you don't drink coffee, Navy. right? Right. Yeah. So no, I don't drink all that nasty stuff. It stains my dentures. So what it comes down to is uh, my phone number is four zero seven seven five four five seven seven nine. It only took how many episodes to get that number right? Fifty six. Uh, hey, we're doing fantastic. Season two, we're killing season two already. <laughs> so, uh, and tell us what you do, Tim. Come uh, on. I tried to do as little as possible that's not actually true but grp studios here in longwood florida 407-862-6882 or tim at grpstudios.com please call us email us text us whatever we can if you've got any problems issues or challenges let craig know so but today we are here with mr tom keen a navy vet aerospace type of guy welcome to the program man it's, it's good to have you here today even if you are a navy guy that's fine well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You know, you brought up Roto. So I work in the same industry that he does in training and simulation. A lot of folks don't know that right here in Orlando, it's a, there's a cluster. And the Navy came here first with training and simulation at, the, uh, at Lake Baldwin originally. And then they moved out to UCF Research Park now. So there's a big facility they have out there where they, they look at all of the future training needs for the aviators in the Navy as well as the surface folks. We call those guys brown shoes. And then the Army did the same thing. So they have a big facility out here as well. And then the Air Force has a smaller one. So we buy or they buy all the training devices that the service folks use to train on, which is fantastic. So the area that I'm in is aircraft simulation specifically, and that's what Roto was in as well. He was the CEO at the base out there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, he was. Right. I don't know if they had so many 06s out there. I don't know who was what. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell who does what. And it was well. Tell us a little bit about your your. So you're 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 Navy. Your background was sure. So I was actually a naval flight officer. So I did fly. I flew the mighty S three Viking, which has since been retired. Did that for twenty years. I, I retired in two thousand and three from the Navy, but not from life or from work. So I'm still working today. Uh, work for an aerospace company, and my office is out at the UCF Research Park area where we uh, supply products to that naval facility that I talked about that then go off and train our warfighters in the fleet. And we were talking about ITSIC off-air, the ITSIC event that happens here, which is pretty cool. And we could sidetrack into that for quite a few days. with Have me back for another another conversation about that. You know, us being, we were were both cops. So for us, there was guns on top of 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 vehicles that you could simulate. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. So for There's you, good for things you, going on out for you, show. for you flyboys, and you, you. <laughs> I'm sorry, you aviators. You're not a pilot. You are an aviator, correct? 
Excuse me, that is correct. Yeah, okay. Could hear me swallowing. I'm sorry. Okay. So yeah, so I was a naval flight officer. So there's depending on the aircraft you fly, you might be known as a a Rio or a WISO, weapon systems officer, or EWO, electronics warfare officer. You know, the, you know, he said they. It was a cluster of. We we have a different name for that in the air in the air force that we won't say. And you called them brown shoes. We called things a lot worse in the air force yeah. for people that did that. But anyway, so well, but we want to. I'm a brown shoe that. The surface pukes are black shoes. I'm sorry. I, if I got that backwards, oh, okay. I, that, I deserve to be. Better. That's better. I, I deserve to be hit better. with a We were ramp, noodle. ramp rats for the first portion of our career okay. before we advanced into more dignified roles, but whatever <laughs> whatever that means. Well, let's talk about a couple of things sure. for you. The first and foremost is the Lake Nota Veterans Club. Sure. You impact the community in a bunch of ways, but who are you and what do you do? You What, what position do you hold with them? So- I'm just a member at the at the Lake Nona Veterans Club. I guess I'm the treasurer. I, I have a checkbook. We don't have a lot of money. This is just a small group of folks that are veterans out there in Lake Nona. When I when I first moved to Lake Nona, and it's a it's a growing community, there was a couple of us that had met in the neighborhood, and we said, why don't we do something for veterans? The hospital was going up, but there wasn't a, a group that we could belong to that we could meet monthly and, and talk about things that we'd done in the military or, or just, just talk and chat. So we decided to to do that. We we established that club about five years ago, and we didn't just want to have a club where we met socially. We also wanted to, if you will, continue service to the community with the VA hospital right there and with the Fisher House going up. We decided that we would take that on as a project, and uh, we would volunteer our time and treasure and uh, and help get that off the ground. Now we were just a small cog in that, but that's that's what we've been doing, and we continue to do that. During the last year, we we meet monthly, but during the last year, we had to pause from that. Um, but we'll pick that up again here soon. We meet at the uh, at the VA hospital once a month, and we do a couple things during the year. Uh, we do a Memorial Day ceremony at the Central Florida Veterans Memorial Park, which is adjacent to the Lake Nona Campus VA. And then we're also, uh, we've been participating in Mayor Dyer's Veterans Day Parade in November here in the City Beautiful, Orlando. Which is a good parade. We've been a part of that a couple of times with Kids in Support of Soldiers, which is the nonprofit that we're part of here, right. helping those military members that are still currently serving and overseas. And no, Hawaii's not overseas, just in case people forget. <laughs> Hawaii's not a deployment. We've had people ask uh, that before. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So how do people get a hold of you? Before we go any farther, how can people get a hold of you if they want any information about Lake Nona Veterans Club or you or anything else? How do they get a hold of you? Sure. So you can call me at my mobile, 407-900-5668, or you can uh, send me a note at treasurer at orlandofisherhouse.org. Okay. Don't so, ask me to spell that. Uh, treasurer. Treasurer, yeah. That, how that's Orlando Fisherhouse dot org. Orlando Fisher House. And Orlando and Fisher is F I S H E R. Right. F I S C H E R. Yeah. Fisher House. So the Lake Nona Veterans Club, you've been a member or you've been a group for a while. Do you have to be any is it only Navy guys? Is it just you Navy junkies out there? Yeah, wouldn't it be it... great if it was just the Navy guys? Yeah. Like, they'd be just yeah, sitting afloat. They'd you know, be just that, floating. Uh, yeah, it would, it would just. It would probably sink. It would just. <laughs> <all your laughs> Navy guys, the, the boat would sink. The ship. You know, would sink. I, I, I think I've. I'm in the minority. We have a lot of Air Force veterans and Army veterans. We have some spouses that have joined, and then we also have. Um, we have a, a coastie in there, and we might have a couple Marines as well. How many? We, how many people do you have? Well, we have. 
maybe 25 paid members and another 80 or so that have attended meetings and pop in every once in a while. So when you say, say hi. when you say paid members, so you have your own organization and yeah, we, we charge a nominal amount per year. So 25 we, bucks a year, or 25 bucks a year to be minimal. Right. So that we can print supplies so we can do banners for when we're in the parade or, or provide a small amount of. Support. So that has nothing to do with the VFW American Legion. Okay. Having said that, you can be a member of the VFW or the American Legion. We have American Legion Post in Lake Nona now. And I, I should have said, I, I don't know where this goes, but Lake Nona is a is a community just south of the Orlando International Airport. Yep. 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 So that's if you don't good. know where that is. It's just, and it, it, that's it an airport, growing. right? That's an airport that has got the planes like the Air Force has because there's no boats out there, right? No boats. This is going to be pretty. Well, he's an aviator. Navy oh, that's right. He is a pilot. And pretty soon yeah. they're going to have high-speed trains coming from well that's, i'm waiting for that because i want to go to miami to watch a marlins game but yeah so <laughs> the airport you know mco used to be mccoy air force base yeah. kind of grew didn't it It kind of did <laughs> kind of grew so now it's just uh, orlando international oia one of the busiest airports in the country it by is by the way for those that come to to disney which is going to be high-speed rail going to disney pretty soon so pretty soon you can come in land at oia and go to disney and I really encourage people to do that. My wife retired from there after 47 years. So I, I want to continue her to get paid. So just go to Disney, spend yeah, a ton of keep money. going that, to Disney. Yeah, that has nothing to, nothing to do with On anything. a train. On a Forget train. the bus. Yeah. Eventually it will. So Lake Nona Veterans Club has been around for a bit, and you are involved in the community. But you also work really well with the Fisher House in Orlando. Tell me about the Fisher House, and it is a national organization, correct? It sure is. So Fisher House, it, for a lot of the folks that don't know anything about Fisher House, what I like to say up front is if you know what Ronald McDonald House is for kids and their families, so it's a, I'll call it a home away from home. Fisher House nationally has about uh, 90 houses, and they're continuing to build. They build a, in this case, they built a house located on the VA campus. So it's physically on the VA property, and we have 16 suites. We call it a home, not a hotel or you know that kind of thing. And it's for the families of veterans that are undergoing care at the Orlando VA hospital. So you can imagine you've got a loved one that's in the hospital for a few days for an operation or maybe longer term with some other, some other illness. You want to stay close to them. And if you're from out of town or outside of it, we have a 50-mile kind of radius around the hospital that if you live within 50, we think you can probably drive home. Yeah, right? you probably don't need to stay. Got it. That makes sense. We make a few exceptions, but that's uh, that's on case by case. But typically outside of 50 miles. So the catchment area is a six-county area. So you could be over in Brevard County or maybe uh, in Polk County, for example, and you're coming in for care, and you just don't want to drive home after you've been at the hospital all day with your loved one. So we have a place for you to stay. Like I said, it's a, it's like a, a small suite. There's a couple beds. You get your own bathroom. There's a full kitchen that's shared for, with all 16 of the uh, of the rooms. There's a living room and just an area where you can relax. If your loved one is able to get up and walk, they can come over and join you, but they're going to stay in the hospital. That's what they're there for. And then you can stay there that night, and the next morning you can just walk across the street and be with them. Now, the Fisher House itself, does it sort of like operational like the Ronald McDonald House where you talk about do they bring their own food in? Is it like by bin? Does each one have their own refrigerator with their name on it or how does that work? Yeah, that's a great question. So very similar to Ronald McDonald. Now, I've never stayed at Ronald McDonald, so you know my experience there will be I'm just going to talk about Fisher House. 
So what we what we do first off, there's no charge or cost right. to anybody that wants to stay. It's it's free of charge. So you you turn up. We have a bed for you. If you bring your own food, that's fantastic. We have a big kitchen. You can put your items in the kitchen. We have a refrigerator, freezer, stoves, pots and pans, the whole works. Um, and then we ask volunteers occasionally to come in and cook dinners. So we'll have that as well. How many people do you cook for? Well, there's 16 suites. So if you could have 30 or 40 people that are staying there at any one time, it just depends. I mean, obviously, during the last year, we haven't had that many guests, we call them. But uh, you could be cooking for a lot. Tim's got some good information he's going to lay into you right now. Okay. I do. <laughs> About what we did for well, at McDonald, yeah, the, Ronald the, McDonald House? Yeah, or? we have been we have experienced Ronald McDonald House before and it's very similar. You come in, you bring in the food. There's a you can pick one of three or four things that you can provide right. for them. And then you bring in the food and you cook it. And it was a great experience. We absolutely loved it. I was gonna ask you, can you do that type of thing for the Fisher House if we wanted to say we want to volunteer as a group, as an organization, can we come in? And do that kind of thing for Absolutely. the House. Absolutely. Right. And as a matter of fact, that's one of the great volunteer opportunities that we got involved with with the Lake Nona Veterans Club. That was one of the things we did up front. Typically, uh, groups would come in and, and cook a meal. They would bring the food themselves, or they might even have, we might have a restaurant cater. Sometimes we've had that at, Ooh, happen as well. Like I've got Mission connections. Barbecue? Well, we've had Mission Barbecue out there. Yeah. They we've did a some, wonderful job. Well, I've got some new connections down at Lake Nona right there. It was one of the new restaurants I went to uh, visit just recently. Okay. And it's just all about they want to give back. And right. we have that program as Tim and I have utilized. Yes, well, I, so, I don't so. want to go into all the restaurants that, that have donated so far in the Lake Nona area, but there have been a, a number, which is fantastic. And Mission Barbecue, I'll just bring them up. They are not in Lake Nona, but they are here in Orlando. And they're a great organization. They've helped us out a couple times. So yep. they've been fantastic. Now, if a, say another group, let's just say you have a, a group of neighbors and you decide you want to do some volunteer work, you could come and cook a meal. And because you're going to be cooking for a big group, you're probably going to have a lot of leftovers. So they'll pack those up and freeze them. And then yep. those meals would be available for folks that two or three days later that are hungry, right? Or for right. lunch or something like that. Yeah, they, they did it around a McDonald house as well. What, whatever was left over went in the refrigerator. And people that maybe came in at 2 o'clock in the morning and were coming back visiting, they could eat something right. if they didn't want to come down and eat it. Do, that's, most, that's the, do most of the people, when they land, if they, if, they, if they come from out of state, do 11 come from out of state to use the VA hospitals at all in state? To use the VA hospital, you can be just a, you're just a veteran, right? Veteran, but anyway. Typically, because they are scattered throughout the United States, you usually are using one that's near where you live. Okay. Right. So, so let me just expand this just a little bit, though. There, there's about 90 Fisher houses throughout the country, and they're all built with private funds, and then they're deeded or given to the VA or to a local military facility, which is fantastic, right? So, if you uh, here in Orlando or here in Orlando, here in Florida. There's seven different locations, one of which is at Eglin Air Force Base on the Panhandle. That's operated slightly different. That's for active duty folks, right? I've not been in a Fisher House that's run by the military, but it would be very similar. The ones at the VA are run by the VA. So we Fisher House donates the house. They build it, and it's millions of dollars to build one of these facilities. Yeah. They donate it to the VA, and then the VA, this is the great part about it, the VA staffs it with the house manager, housekeeping, and maintenance staff. So that's fantastic. And again, no charge to any of the loved ones that are using the facility, which is fantastic, too. Cool. Well, we'll finish off the first half there, and we'll come back in the second half and talk about some more stuff. And who knows? We'll see if we get any things or not. We'll see. 
Stay tuned, the guys will be right back with more on how to check your six. The Orlando Fisher House in Lake Nona has 16 amazing free rooms designed for Central Florida families to stay while their military veteran is an inpatient at the Orlando VA Medical Center. The Fisher House is directly across from the VA hospital in Lake Nona. Visit the Fisher House at orlandofisherhouse.org. That's orlandofisherhouse.org. All right, we are back with the second half of episode number 56, and we have Mr. Tom Keen in the house. The Lake Nona Veterans Club is what he's here about, but he's also talked a little bit about the Fisher House, and there's a whole lot of information if you want to get information on the Fisher House here in Orlando. It's a fantastic, just think Ronald McDonald from the military, and you're probably, you're probably right up there. Also, a little bit about the Gary Sinise Foundation Snowball Express. We'll talk about that and as well as the Orlando VA Medical Center and Central Florida Veterans Park. So we got a lot to cram in here in the last half, but give everybody your contact information before we go any farther. All right, Tim. So you can get a hold of me on my mobile, 407-900-5668, 407-900-5668, or better on email, treasurer at orlandofisherhouse.org, O-R-L-A-N-D-O-F-I-S-H-E-R. Dot org and that's our website as well yep you know we talked a little bit before about some of the volunteer opportunities we'd also like some cash donations that's oh, really the yeah. most important piece so yep. if you can do that there's a donate button on that website at orlandofisherhouse.org we can always use a little extra help little little extra funding is never a bad thing so tell me a little bit about and you're not entirely involved with it but the Gary Sinise Foundation the Snowball Express you guys as a veterans group have helped with that how did you do that what did you do well so a couple years ago Gary Sinise's foundation decided to bring Snowball Express to Orlando to Walt Disney World which was fantastic and previous years and I'm I'm not associated with it but they were doing it in another venue out of state and they, they decided to try Walt Disney World, and I think it was really successful. So they bring in the families, if you will, the children of, of deceased members, military as well as first responders. So it's not just military. It's also our police and fire and emergency uh, responders. I don't know how many thousands of kids they brought in, but it was an incredible number. And we'll hopefully be doing that again, or they'll be doing that again uh, this December. So the Lake Nona Veterans Club uh, saw that as an opportunity to, again, serve. And uh, we volunteered. We had some of our members that that uh, had some medical background. They helped out with uh, in that area. But there's just a whole litany of things that they need help with, from checking kids in and serving as a chaperone, etc. So there is a little bit because you're working with kids. My understanding is they they vet the volunteers really well, so you have to sign up well in advance so they can go through that vetting process because they want to make sure everybody's qualified and. And should be, you know, around children. Like should that. be there, and abs- absolutely, absolutely. And it's, it's sad that you have to do that nowadays, but it, it just is. makes sense. Yeah. It just absolutely makes. So sense. So they do a fantastic job, though. And the kids that came, they had a wonderful time. Gary Sinise brought his band out, and if you've never heard his band play before, it's fantastic. And they just put on a week of of fun for the kids. They were able to just forget about everything else, but be around kids that sort of understand where they're coming from at the same time, right? So a lot of times you put these things together with a like a school trip or whatever. 
they share a lot of things, but they don't share the loss of a of a family member. So the Garrisonese family, they will bring in these families that have all shared that they've had that loss in their life so they can understand what other kids are going through as well. So it's fantastic. And it does make a difference. We're heavily involved. GRP is heavily involved with Camp Boggy Creek. It's a camp here not too far from us that takes care of kids with life-threatening illnesses, and it's the same thing. You come at one time with everybody with heart disease, everybody with hemophilia, so you all share the same stories. Right. And it makes a big difference. It, it sure really does. does. So. I think it does. So let's talk about the, the medical center because it it's a fantastic facility. I don't know. You said there were there are just hundreds of VA facilities throughout the country. There's a couple hundred probably. This is probably one of the crown jewels though, of the yeah. VA healthcare system today. So, so it's, it was built about five years ago. It took a while to build, but it, it it's a campus. It includes a hospital. It includes, uh, well, it's probably a dozen different clinics, eye clinic, cardio clinic, et cetera, et cetera. It includes a treatment center for substance abuse where people, veterans live on the campus and undergo that treatment, and they might be there for a month or two. And then it also includes, a, I'll call it a convalescent nursing home, for those veterans that, that need that extra help. And uh, there's a chapel. And one of the really neat things about the Lake Nona campus is they have a simulation center where they train doctors, physicians, and nurses and other medical staff on the latest techniques and simulation. So because the VA has probably, like I said, a couple hundred different hospitals throughout the country, they come in here and they learn the latest and greatest. So they keep their skills sharp. If that's not a pun, I don't know. Uh, surgeon, you got to keep those skills. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. But uh, it's fantastic what they've done. It's It really is the crown jewel, I think, uh, in the VA healthcare and, system. And you're fairly heavily involved with the Fisher House as well because they're tied. They're part of that campus, correct? Right. So they the Fisher Houses are sometimes built. If, if you're in an urban setting, they may be built a couple blocks from the hospital. In this case, we were very fortunate that the campus had some room available. They were they had a lot of foresight when they put the campus together. And so they, they were able to build the house, and that's what we call it, a house, uh, directly across the street, literally across the street from the from the hospital, and they're able to walk over uh, without any problem. So that's fantastic. It's, it's nice and close. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Central Florida Veterans Memorial Park, which is also something that you're heavily involved with. What is it? Where is it at? And what do they do? One of the great things about uh, building the brand new hospital is they had some space available. And so when the architects built the building, they had this really long passageway that went out to a lake. And we had some, again, some people that had a lot of foresight and vision. And they said, well, right outside the VA campus, the, the fence, if you will, there was some space available, and they decided that that would be the perfect venue for this memorial park. And what the memorial park is, it isn't part of the VA, so you don't have to come onto the VA campus to get to it. You can walk around the back. It's a memorial with several, well, it, it's similar to the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington, D.C., where they carve the names of individuals killed in action, in this case, over various different they say the World War One wall, they have a World War II wall, a Vietnam wall, you know, war on terror wall, et cetera. And they are able to show veterans that were killed in action from the six counties that surround Orange County, which is Orange, Seminole, Osceola. I'm going to I'm going to mess it up now, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Right. Yeah. So it, it's fantastic. And it's just a, a place where veterans can go. They can leave the campus because there's a gate that they can exit from. And then they can go back there, and it's a quiet reflection area. 
and then you're looking out over the lake, which is really nice. And there's the fountain, and uh, it's just it's really good. So we have a, met, a Memorial Day ceremony there typically once a year. And then we just had, as an example, we had some uh, some high school kids come down from Michigan. Yeah, and they, they put on a they put on a, a performance for us. You know, there. those Michigan kids are pretty solid. <laughs> I just got to say, it was a, it was a small chorus, and they the high school kids. And they put on a, a small concert for some of the patients there at the VA, but it was outside and it was next to, you know, at the, the park itself, which provided a nice venue for that. And uh, it was fantastic. And we, we plan to hopefully have more of those during the year. It's the first one that we've done with the concert. It was well received and we think we should do it again. Now, did you set that up through the Veterans Club or through the Fisher House or through the VA? How, how did you it it set actually that up? came through the VA. Okay. Uh, the high school contacted the VA Volunteer Center and said, hey, look, we'd like to do something for veterans. And so we partnered, the VA partnered with the Memorial Park to allow that to happen. And it was fantastic. I mean, cool. whenever you can have have young kids come and, and perform like that, it's it's good. It just, you know, warms your heart. It really it, does. It gives you hope to realize that these kids now understand the sacrifice that it took, especially now because that's a the killed in action. And that can be very, it can be very current. Talk to a little bit about the, the individual that was given posthumously. Is that correct? Yeah, right. The, so uh, during Vietnam, we had an individual from Seminole County that was killed in action. He was awarded a, uh, I don't even know, a silver star or something. Fast forward now, 30 years, 40 years. I'm getting old. Um, We had some individuals that understood what he did and that it really rose to a medal of honor. And so they put that forward. Had to go through a congressional uh, bill to get it because it had gone past the time limit. President signed it, and he's been awarded the medal of honor. Uh, we'll have a small ceremony out at the uh, at the park. If you will unveil his name, it's already on the wall today, but we'll add the Medal of Honor notation to show that, that he was, in fact, awarded our highest, that's, highest that's, award. That's very cool. That's very cool. So it's a great place to go, even if you're not a veteran. I mean, I don't know about other people, but I'll, we'll be on vacation somewhere, and we'll see a, a graveyard. And sometimes right. we'll just go walk through sure. and you can look and see all of the people, especially veterans. We start looking for the a flag or a, yeah. Yeah, a veteran or the, you know, you know, WW1 or whatever it is. And it's just amazing to see these groups of families and you might see two or three, two different eras. And they both, they're both buried there that were veterans. So I think it's great, when, especially when you have families come out and people that might not really be associated. They didn't have didn't lose anybody during any war, but you can still go out and see right. what that is. Well, and, and just coming to that park in the evening before it gets dark, or even when it is dark, because we have some spotlights out there, which is, really makes it very special. I don't know when the gates open, probably not at night, but you can walk around the back, the back side, and it's going to be open with, a, it's, it's open to the public access via the sidewalk that goes around the back of the VA. And as that area grows out there, they're going to extend the sidewalk and it'll be fully available. But uh, is, that, it, is that clearly marked when you go anywhere in the, in the VA hospital that that wall is there? I've never heard about it until I've talked to you. Yeah, so if you, if you have to visualize the way they built the hospital, but basically there's a center passageway. I'm a Navy guy hallway for you air force yeah, people yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but there's that runs right down the middle of the hospital and it's like the, the central passageway and if you just continue walking out the hospital they have a covered pathway as it goes out to the memorial and is it, that and then, towards the er no it actually goes towards the east correct doesn't it it, if, it goes toward the east and basically if you're looking out of the hospital and you see the chapel the chapel is a standalone building that they that they have that's located to the east. It's right next to the chapel. But that's where the that's where the ER is at. Is on the east. Now the ER yeah. is sort of on the south side. 
Yeah, if you're standing in front of it, for those of the people like, okay, two people care. We're using our hands right yeah, now to tell yeah. everybody where we're going. If you're right? standing and you're looking at the entrance to the VA, you can look through that, correct, and see that walkway. You could kind of, kind if of you see could it. see through it, but yeah. So, so the I mean, front, the fr- when you come onto the campus, the front of the building that you're looking at is actually the clinics, and then you can go either left or right. Yep. There's parking and garages on both sides. And then as you come around the back side, that's where the hospital is, the hospital entrance. You can enter from either side. You would just continue to go to the east, and you would hit the uh, lake. I call it a hospital. It's a medical campus. I mean, with everything that they have there, it's not. It's a, a disservice to call it a hospital. Yeah, it is. There's, there's a whole lot more than that. So uh, the tip of the day that we typically try and do, first and foremost, this is centered around veterans for the most part. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And we've even had as business owners before, ask for help. If you don't know something, as a business owner, ask for help. Veterans, if you don't know where to go and what help to get, whatever help it is, ask somebody. If you're here in Central Florida, reach out. There's so many places you can go to for help. But don't be afraid to ask uh, ask for help. And as businesses, get involved in your community. Absolutely. Uh, Orlando's a little bit different because we're fairly large and we're spread out. You don't see the community involvement unless you go to Winter Garden or some of these smaller communities that are outlying in the area. Get involved. Do something. Just just do Nike. Just do it. Just do, do it. something for your community. Find something you're passionate about, right? Well, yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because I've gotten so much involved with the veterans with various organizations. And I've also uh, put out my magazine. And we have a Veterans Business Alliance in there with people that do have businesses. And they're all willing to talk to any veteran to let them know, hey, I started a business. I'm here to help you. Right. And that's that's the key. Well, I think here in Orlando, people don't realize how many veterans live in Orange County or even here in Central Florida. There's a 16, big number. thousand. It's a big number. It's a yeah, big, big number. number. And so when you leave, when you're on active duty and you're attached to a base and you you live in a community, you sort of get used to that. When you move to Orlando, there's not a base here, so you sort of kind of think that you've lost connections. But as you just described, we've got a lot of different organizations that are still connected. Those are the folks that we want to reach out to and. And if you live in the Lake Nona area, come and see us at the Lake Nona Veterans Club. If you have a business and you want to support some veterans, that's wonderful, too. We'd love to have your support. There's lots of opportunities, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. The LNVC. I like that. The LNVC. Lake Nona Veterans Club. You're part of the LNVC. We do have a website. You do have a website? Yeah, yeah, LNVC, Lake Nona Veterans Club, and uh, Facebook and all that, too. Yep. Uh, But I'd really like to push people to the Fisher House because... That's, That's the one where we had that donate button, and you can help us financially with that, or just volunteer and come feed some families. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to. Do you know anybody over there that we can contact about that? You know, about doing that. You can have them call me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be us as a as kids in support of soldiers. That's our sure. That's our charity. Well, so we have a really great house manager out there, Terry Turner, and she is she's just the best. And so she's the one that will organize the dinner. She'll figure out what dates you know between the the groups when you can get out there so you can deconflict, uh, we certainly want you to come out, out and take Absolutely. And again, Fisher House, a great way to support those. If you're a local business individual out there in Lake Nona and you're not a veteran-owned business, it doesn't matter. Find somebody that you can help, and they'll be more than willing to have you have you help. I think that's about it, right? Thanks, sir, for being here today. Thanks for having me. Send Fantastic. it out. Everybody on now. Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. 
Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development.